Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is this the first time since Phil Coutinho was signed by Barcelona that Liverpool have lost the genuine first team player? Yeah, probably is, isn't it? I, I mean, you could argue Sadio Mane. Well, yeah, but I don't think he was supposed to be the nine. Like, no. Louis Diaz was the, the out-and-out left winger at the time. Yeah. He was playing the nine. He moves to Bayern Munich. He plays mm. back out on the left wing. I don't think he was that good. We were talking about this on Friday, actually, in the office, that like Sadio Mane wasn't as good a left winger in his last season. No. When he started the season, anywhere near as, as good as Louis Diaz one when he comes in for the, mm. the quadruple chase and stuff. So Mane is a nine, yeah, but you go out and you sign like Nunes and stuff yeah. like that, and you kind of knew that Mane wasn't going to be the long-term fix for the number nine position anyway. Take your point, of course, but... Um, feels like this is an integral one. He's a cog in the machine more so. Yeah, 100%. And he was going to be a cog in the machine moving forward. Again, I say, like, you know, he had a diabolical season last year, really. By his own high standards, we should also remember that. Like, you see some of his performances, not throughout, but some performances, they're pretty good, some of them from last year. And they certainly be passable for a lot of clubs in the Premier League. It's just that Fabinho had set his bar so high and he'd been so reliable and so dependable. And at one point, the best in the world at what he did, that when he dipped massively below that last year, you kind of go, wow, that's eye-opening. That's really poor. And I think we, Jurgen Klopp, would kind of, Almost been able to scrub that from our memory and go, moving into the next season that was coming, you're still going to be our six. That's why, as you touch upon, like it is a big blow. And it's a big blow close to the start of the season, really. And it's going to have to be replaced because this isn't, you know, James Milner's gone for three, Naby Keita's gone for three, Oxley Chamberlain's gone for three. This isn't one of them. This is an important player. And this isn't something that we're very sort of au fait with at Liverpool because as you mentioned Coutinho you could argue Sadio Mane we don't lose our stars anymore so to lose someone who Jurgen Klopp was planning on heading into the season with is a big big loss yeah and take you back over, over a week now you know we were talking about Romeo Lavia as the potential replacement long term for Fabinho Romeo Lavia you know we don't know where we stand in terms of potential transfers in at the moment but it very much was all the talk was Lavia mm-hmm. and then none of the talk is Lavia just on his own anymore and and that says to me that Fabinho was going to be here for certainly a season this season upcoming probably maybe transitioning to more of a rotation player in the second year or something. So right now, uh, the question's got to be asked. Um, 
do we need a world-class defensive midfielder who's going to be a day one starter to replace Fabinho? And how on earth do you replace Fabinho with just 40 million quid? Yeah, yeah. For me, you can't replace Fabinho at his best with 40 million. There's no two ways about that. Like some of the names you've seen banded about, some of them can only be can only dream of being as good as Fabinho on their best possible day. And I'll include the likes of Sofan Amrabat in that. And I really like Amrabat, but I think Amrabat compared to sort of last season's Fabinho, keep harking back to it, would be a good option. I think if you want somebody to come in, do a job, plug and play, day one, there's your replacement, on you go, whilst you've got a Lavio or someone of that ilk watching, learning, developing, being the understudy, that's okay. But you cannot replace Fabinho at his peak for £40 million. It just doesn't happen. The only way we're going to do that in this window is if you go and, you know, knock on Real Madrid's door and ask about Chiuameni. Not likely to happen. If you start hijacking the Caicedo race, that's the other option, in my opinion, for, for a like-for-like world-class Fabinho replacement. Because there's not many out there, I'll say that now, but it feels to me, like I touched upon earlier, Liverpool had planned for this season and they'd kind of made peace with Fabinho returning to something like his best and that was obviously what we were hoping was going to happen because I think last year you know when you take into account the bad pre-season that we had the fact that he just come off a 62 game campaign that clearly took a lot out of every player not just Fatherhood Fabinho in the middle of the season as well yeah well exactly yeah and it was it was a bad it was a bad season all around for him for, for a whole multitude of reasons so I think we were willing to sort of accept that and move on but now, like I say, that's been completely, completely thrown into disarray because now, no no surprise that Lavi is suddenly off the cards because he's not the answer anymore. Hmm. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I think it's important to try and play both sides even if you don't always agree with them. We've really only got to replace Rubinho from last season. Hmm. In essence. Because we don't know whether he would have got better because there's not many indications over the years when players have such a bad season that they then return to their peak at age 29, 30 years old. No. Um, so to get better than last season, we don't need Fabinho from two years ago. We need Fabinho from last season. And that is possible. That is possible. That is Amrabat, in my opinion. If not, Amrabat might be an improvement on that. It might be a slight upgrade on that, to be honest. However, I'll caveat that and play devil's advocate to that by saying, obviously, we as Liverpool fans want to be better than we were last season because it was an abomination for the for a large part. So we want an improvement on that. And also, for the stuff I just touched upon about Fabinho's sort of mitigating circumstances and some of the factors, only some of the factors that went into having such a bad season, and it was bad, they wouldn't be there anymore. Mm. He's going to have a proper pre-season because Jurgen Klopp himself has spoken about the issues that we had last year, last summer, etc. So that would have been a non-starter in terms of that. And also add to the fact that the legs around him would have been better. I actually think we've seen an improved Fabinho when he had Trent alongside him yeah. because his defensive responsibility wasn't as great. So we didn't have to do as much running because, for instance, to the right of him, as simplistic as this, you go into more detail about it, probably as simplistic as the work to his right, his workload there was cut off a little bit because Trent was doing it for him. He just had to worry about pretty much behind him, in front of him a little bit and to his left. One side of the pitch kind of wasn't his anymore yeah. and we've seen him get better because of that. So I believe, given the new system that we're playing and Trent's likely to carry on doing that role, I believe that Klopp, you know, Schmadger, Peplins, etc. were confident that we'd see, maybe not back to his best, but something like Fabinho getting closer. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the advocate again on this because I actually I don't I don't think anybody can know the answers so I'm just gonna sort of ruminate or something like that you know what I mean where I think Liverpool's big problem even when we played the box system at the end of the year last year was in the transition mm-hmm. and Fabinho and Trent Alexander Arnold both weren't brilliant in transition in terms of defensive um, what they had to do defensively in that transition I think we think that we need the Fabinho of the four three three and I don't know whether Fabinho of the 4-3-3 is actually what we need in a box midfield. Because Fabinho was, as you said quite rightly before, the best in the world at that at one point. That's not the position that we're actually recovering anymore. Mm. It doesn't look likely anyway. It looks like we're going to play a box midfield. So would, and I'll also couple this with, when Fabinho was playing alongside Trent Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho didn't play the passes forwards. Trent Alexander-Arnold did. Can you not get away with a ball hawk playing alongside Trent Alexander-Arnold, a la Sofran Amubat, mm-hmm. uh, or someone of that ilk, to just pass the ball five yards? To, like We needed Fabinho to break the lines mm. a few years ago. He'd play those balls over the top from deep and all that type of stuff that we became accustomed to. He'd spray the ball left, he'd spray the ball right. Trent does that. You actually need someone to go and get the ball. And that might be our understanding of what we're looking for in a DM because we look at a DM as the 4-3-3. Mm. If not playing the 4-3-3, you might get away with more of a DM specialist. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I think you're dead right, sort of, that the little bit of creativity that Fabinho's shown down the years, and I use a little bit loosely because you can sort of look back at moments like there's that chip ball one oh. for Mane. It was a delight. So he has got that in his locker and he scored goals as well from range. Probably should have had a go more often, to be honest with you, given, given his prowess at doing that. But yeah, I think that's going to be diminishing in this new system because you're right, when you've got somebody of Trent's calibre alongside you with his passing range and everything he offers, the every club in the bag phrase that I like to use all the time, you just give it to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's something actually Jürgen Klopp picked up on this week after the friendly. He said for the first half when Trent was obviously in the six, 
you see, I think you've seen his deficiencies in that role as well, just yeah, as a yeah, side sure, note as well, sure. because I think he got caught a few times, turning with back to goal, so they didn't quite work. But basically he said, we were guilty of giving him the ball all the time. Just didn't give us a trend, see what he can do. But I get that. So to your point, I think when you do sign your new DM, whoever it may be, you probably... Whereas previously in the old system, when you went and got Fabinho, you did probably look at his passing range and what he could do in terms of that with the ball at his feet. That's probably less important now. So you could afford to go and get an Amrabat, for instance. I don't know if Caicedo, he's got a little bit of that. He's technically better than probably an Amrabat, but I don't know if he's got as much as Fabinho in the same sense, but he's still so young. Um, but I think Lavi is actually a good example of that working. So you do need a different type of DM. I actually wonder, do you need them to be as defensively proficient if you've got Trent alongside as well because I alluded to it earlier like Fabinho's defensive responsibility actually decreased a little bit with Trent and I wonder we used to see him Fabinho again at his peak and at his best when we were a complete force we reckoned with in the 4-3-3 Fabinho was so good at covering ground any side they called him the Hoover they called him the Lighthouse whatever name you want to sort of attach to him because he was boss at doing it you don't even need that anymore no because of the system change. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely I mean? spot on. I think you just need somebody. And they, they, if you listed all the things that they can do, top of it is in transition. Mm. Going at the ball in transition and, and, and stop counter-attacks. That's the thing. And that is the thing I would say last season where Fabinho lacked more than any other in any part of his game. Late challenges, people getting past him too easily when in counter-attacks. And it's why Liverpool had a hole, I believe, through the centre of the pitch so many times. Mm. It's because that's where his skill set was lacking last season. And that's where I think we need it. 